Have you dreamed of bigger things for your life? Then you are in the right place. Each week, you will be given tips on how to change your inner dialogue, conquer your goals, and ways to step into a higher version of yourself. I'm your host, Lauren Kubat. I'm a motivational speaker who hosts personal development events. I'm a sought-after fitness instructor, a wife, and a mom of two young boys. I'm obsessed with all things personal development, and I believe anyone can achieve the life they want. Let the Become Your Vision podcast be the inspiration you need to step into greater things. Now let's go. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I am recording on my floor in my office right next to my podcast mic because because if you've been listening for a while, you know that I usually like to record in random places. So here we are. I wanted to share some tips with you today since Valentine's was yesterday and we often focus on celebrating the people that we love and buying them gifts and sharing our words with them, words of encouragement, words of love. And I think it's very important that we actually take time to also think of how we can love ourselves more. And I feel like that's kind of like cheesy, like love yourself more. And But really... If you don't love yourself and if you don't make yourself a priority and if you don't encourage yourself, I don't think you're as susceptible to receiving the love because you don't feel like you are worthy. So I want to get into all of that in a second. I also want to share something that I heard the other day and I thought it was really profound and it was by Kevin Hart, and he was on a podcast, and he was saying that we are all writing our own book, and we all have stories, we all have experiences, we all have, you know, hard times and good times and good qualities and bad qualities and all the things, right? And it is up to us to choose what story we want to write And it really got me thinking, like, I'm not always proud of my story, like the parts that I could control, right? And a lot of that is like attitude or how I'm showing up. Like, I'm not always proud of that story. And it just like took me a second to like realize, hey, you know, you could change this story if you don't like the script, change the narrative. So I wanted to share that with you. And then also... Anytime you hear of a death, you experience it in your family or some tragedy or hear about a celebrity that you follow and, you know, you feel close to in some regards and they pass away, like you're, you stop in your tracks and you realize like how important life is and it just puts things into perspective. So this morning, I heard that Dave Hollis died. So he was married to Rachel Hollis. And I, that was the first personal development um, conference that I went to was them together. And he was 47. He was having heart issues and he has four kids. And there was a period of time, I'm not being like, I want to be real here. It was like, after I found out that they were getting a divorce, I kind of stopped following them because I kind of felt like, 
how they presented themselves was a bit of a lie. And, you know, I don't know the whole story, but that was me kind of passing judgment. And then also like me thinking I know everything about their life, which is not the case. But anyway, so I followed him and I listened to his podcast and whatever, whatever issues they had that was on them. But I was like, damn, I think about those four kids that he had and he was really, really close with them. He was a good dad from what I saw. And it's just like, life is so freaking short. And like I said, it puts things into perspective and it shows you that there are things that aren't really important that we like freak out about. Another one was Twitch, the DJ from Ellen. He committed suicide. Online, he presented like such a happy appearance and like he was fighting his own battle. And that one, I when I ever think about him and I think about his family, it really hits me hard. It's probably because um, a lot of his story reminded me of my older brother, Chris. He committed suicide in... 2015 and he was a father himself and it was just like I think about try not to get emotional here I think about the thoughts that uh went through his head that day you know and um so when I hear a story like that it just really resonates with me so I'm just sending you guys so much love and I appreciate you guys listening and being able to have this platform to hopefully encourage you and also be vulnerable in my own own story, in my own journey. So today I want to share some tips that I have you, like an unconventional tips where you can learn to love yourself a bit more. And this one is, I didn't add this one to the list. I feel like it goes without saying, but it's like the language in which we use to talk about ourselves and our thoughts in which we think about ourselves and to be honest, this is one that I struggle with the most, still struggle. I feel like I'm better than I was years ago, but it's a constant thing that I have to work on and I have to challenge those things. And it's just, you know, we could be really hard on ourselves. And I think we need to challenge those thoughts when we tell ourselves something that is not the best, ask ourselves, why do we think that? And do we actually believe them to be true or are we, did we wire our brain for so long to go to the negative about ourselves? Or maybe it was your upbringing and you were told those things so that that was a story that you were led to believe. So then you kind of mimicked what you were told and repeated those. And I just think it's a it's a really challenging one, especially for women. One that I struggle with is like I have to constantly remind myself that I'm a good mom. I that is one area where I'm like, oh, I could have done that better. Or, you know, do my kids feel my love? Or I feel, and every mom I talk to, they feel the same way. It's rare to meet a mom that does not have mom guilt, but I feel like. Nine times out of 10, I have mom guilt for some reason. Like maybe I didn't spend enough time with one of the kids. Maybe I snapped. Maybe, <sighs> I don't know. Just, you know, if you're a mom, you get it. But I think that one goes without saying, and I it's not on my list, but to challenge those thoughts. And then I have to stop and be like, do you really think you're a bad mom? What makes somebody, and I've done this before, like what makes somebody a bad mom? And then I list them in my head or list it on a piece of paper. I'm like, are you those things? 
No. Do you love your kids more than anything in the world? Yes. How do you show them that you love them? How are you contributing to their happiness? How are they showing up in this world? Because how they are showing up in this world and they're, they're happy and they're smart and they're funny freaking kids. And I have to give myself, you know, kudos because th- their happiness is a reflection on my, my husband and I's parenting. So I need to give myself a little break on that. Hey guys, real quick, I want to talk to you about the new flavor of muesli cereal that I have developed. It is chocolate protein crunch. And you guys, I feel like it tastes like Cocoa Puffs minus all the sugar and fillers and the crash that you feel after having a big bowl of traditional cereal. Moosley's got you covered. It has 20 grams of protein. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that my goal is to increase my strength. And in order to do that, I need to get my protein in. Protein is very hard for somebody like me to fit in because I don't necessarily crave meat all the time. I don't necessarily love cooking. I need convenience in my life. What I love about this new flavor, you just pour it into a bowl. I add vanilla almond milk. I eat it cold. I eat it warm. You can add it to yogurt, a smoothie. If you're interested, go to www.mymoosley.com. That's www. Do I have to say that anymore? Mymoosley.com. It's in the show notes. Okay, let's go into the points that I have here in order to love yourself a bit more. I'm pulling out my notes because I made a few notes on here. Okay, oh, this one is a really good one. It's put yourself first. And I feel like, I don't know, that kind of sounds selfish, but I think you have to be a bit selfish. It is so easy to give yourself away, to give your time away, to give your effort away. And you don't necessarily give yourself that same effort. So when I think about putting myself first, I think about, I know for me, in order to show up as a better mom, a better wife, a better podcaster, I need to get a workout in. That makes me feel good. And sometimes my kids don't like going to the gym. And I don't cave. I said, we are going to the gym it, because I know that if I don't go to the gym and let's say I, you know, cave into their requests of not going to the gym, I know that I'm going to be crabby the rest of the day. I need me time in order to refocus, regroup, in order to show up as a better human being. I know on vacation too, sometimes um, in the mornings, Um, And this doesn't always happen. Sometimes vacations are harder to get in a workout. But I, my husband and I will swap time. Like, hey, can I get a workout and you watch the kids or vice versa? And we put, you know, our health as a priority and then we can enjoy the rest of the day. So I think that's one way that I can, I put myself first. And maybe for you, it's like, you know, um, whether getting ready for the day, like I'm going to get myself ready before I get the kids ready because you always rush on yourself or whatever it is. So it's okay to put yourself first. You matter too. 
It's so easy to put others before us. The second one is to challenge yourself. So there's so many ways to challenge yourself. I was thinking about this today when I was getting my workout in. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the assault bikes. Well, they're like bikes from hell, basically. It's like where you use your hands and you use your feet at the same time. And it's like they have a little fan in between your legs and they are so hard to push. Well, after my workout, my lifting workout, I was like, okay, you're going to do this. You're going to challenge your your cardio. Your Is that the right... Um, cardiovascular abilities. And I was like, you're going to sprint. So what I did is I did, because you have to reach a certain number, um, like it counts your your calories. That's not why I was doing it. But so I was doing um, 10 calories, burning 10 calories and I have a 15 second rest, then nine calories, 15 second rest, eight calories, 15 second rest, so on and so forth until I got to burning um, one calorie. For me, it was like a distance thing. It wasn't about the number of calories I was burning, but it was like a challenge. So starting really high and then working my way down. And then I felt really good after myself because I was challenging myself physically. Maybe for you, it's lifting heavier weights. Maybe it is you don't like to speak up in at, at work or with family, with friends. You kind of you get embarrassed maybe to speak up, maybe you have social anxiety. What is one area you could like speak up more and actually challenge yourself to say what you truly mean or raise your hand and share your thoughts? Like I think about when I was a teacher, I really struggled with voicing my opinion and my thoughts. And then after I had my women's conferences, I became much better at that. But it wasn't because I just woke up one day and I was able to do that. No, it took it took effort where I actually had to put myself out there in order for it to become more comfortable. Not saying it's ever comfortable for me, but it's less uncomfortable the more I do it. Other ways you could challenge yourself is like, hey, maybe you have a super sugary coffee drink every day. Okay. Challenge yourself to not get that that sugary drink. Challenge yourself to get something else. Challenge yourself to maybe not having, um, you know, pizza every single Friday night and replacing it with something else. And life is about enjoying. I'm not saying like restrict yourself because restriction is. I mean, it's it's going to lead to inconsistency. I'm asking you to challenge yourself and I'm just giving examples of where you're like, do I really need that, right? Do I really need that or just become a habit? And then challenge yourself to maybe like wait on that. Like if you really look forward to your pizza every single night, go for it. But if you're like, do I really need it or is it just something we do as a family? Does it make me feel good afterwards? Do I actually enjoy it or do I just do it out of habit? Um, Challenging your thoughts, um, delaying your gratification, So it kind of goes back to like the pizza and I talked about delaying your gratification last week or actually this week on Monday. Um, We constantly look to reward ourselves anytime we make a goal or a victory. How can we delay our gratification so that the reward is that much better? Okay, tip number three is to listen to yourself and your thoughts and to get quiet. For me... When I don't have the kids, I either have music on or a podcast on, and I know sometimes being in silent makes me feel uncomfortable. So I'm used to that constant noise and that when I am quiet, 
sometimes I don't always like the thoughts that are coming to me. But if I don't give myself time to let those thoughts sit, I'm not solving any problem. I'm not getting to the bottom of it. Tip number four is to say no. This one is so hard for so many people. And we say yes to so many things because we're people pleasers, right? Most of us are people pleasers. And I think with time and practice, you get better at this. But we don't want anybody to feel like we're not contributing or we're rude or we're not a team player. So we often say yes, 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 yes. And then we are spread too thin. Where can you say no? Maybe you're the mom that is always picking up and dropping off the kids. Maybe you search for somebody else that can at least take partial responsibility. Maybe they pick them up and you drop them off. So you're not the one that's always doing it. Maybe it's your house that you know, all the kids always come to. For me, I personally prefer the kids to come to my house so I can watch what's going on. But maybe you're you're uncomfortable with that. Maybe it's like always your house and the kids are always messing up your house and it makes you feel, you know, like you have 10 kids to take after instead of your two or whatever it is. So next time, let them know, hey, it's, we're not going to have a play date at our house this time. If you guys want to have a play date at somebody else's house, I'm good with that. So where can you say no? Maybe it's you're the person to always, I don't know, make copies at work and you're like the copy person. I'm thinking of the office, Pam. She was always the copy person. She got really salty about it. But like, where, where do you say no? Where is it like, okay, this is something you're used to saying yes to all the time, but it puts you out. And it makes life more inconvenient for you. So where can you ask for help? Um, number five, this was one I found on Google as I was, I was searching for unconventional ways that you can love yourself. And I thought this one was interesting. And that is doing a body scan. So kind of going through every part of your body and giving a compliment to those parts where you might feel uncomfortable with. Maybe it's your stretch marks or maybe it's your legs or your arms or your your tummy, whatever. And actually reverse that thought on them and give them compliments. Like your legs are so strong. They've gotten you through really tough times and honor what they are instead of what they're not. And the last one, Last but not least is stop the guilt trip. Am I the only one? I think it goes back to like putting yourself first and then also um, the thoughts I think and say about myself is I'm so good about making myself feel guilty about something. It's like so easy. I don't know if it's the Enneagram 3 in me, the Achiever, but I feel like it's so easy me for me to feel guilty about not doing something or doing something and then regretting what I did. So really letting it roll off my back rather than writing a story on it and making a bigger deal than it is. All right. I hope these help you guys. I'm sending you guys so much love. Remember, you get to write your own story. If you don't like your story, you can change that script. It's easier said than done, but in what ways are you showing up and what ways do you want to change that? 
All right, you got this. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, make sure you are subscribed so you know when more episodes come available. My goal is to inspire others to become their vision and one way to get the word out is with reviews. I would really appreciate it if you left an honest review on iTunes and it would mean so much to me. Thanks again and remember to go after the life you want. Bye guys. Bye guys.